The following podcast is completely fictional. All of the characters, even those based on real people, are fictional. They are just impressions by a weird dude talking to himself for your enjoyment. Hola, bromigos. What's up, everybody? It is Above the Dave. Welcome back to the Lot Scene Podcast. We are now into season two. Thanks for joining me. Today, we are going to do a quick recap of some of the things that uh, have happened in the jam world in the last few months or so that I have not addressed on this podcast uh, because I have been absent. And again, I am sorry for that. But uh, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about some stuff happening in the jam world. And we're going to bring out Trey Anastasio from Fish, as well as Rick from Goose and Billy Strings to talk all about some of the exciting pairings and uh, sit-ins that we got here this year. After that, we're going to talk to Seth, who is sober and still going to Disco Biscuit shows, and we're going to check in with him to see how he got here and how's it going at the Disco Biscuit shows. After that, we're going to get into it with a guy that we've been meaning to have here on the podcast. He is the bass player from Goose. He's a Connecticut hometown hero of ours, and his name is Trevor Weeks, and we're excited to talk to him. So slip on your romper and uppercut a chomper. It's the Lotsy. It is a cold and rainy day in Los Angeles today, so that happens like uh, twice a year. So it's kind of a fun, cool, nice day here in the Lot Scene studio, and we're all excited to be here again to bring to you another season of the Lot Scene podcast. Where did we leave off? Well, we obviously have a situation that's happening here in our janitor closet where a portal to Gamehenge has opened up and we will uh, get to that in a little bit but let's just kind of scope things out a bit what's happened here in the last few months uh, that we have not been able to address on this show first and foremost I gotta say you know there's been a few events at Red Rocks this year that have really been pretty mind-blowing and we'll start with string cheese incident uh originally was supposed i believe supposed to have phil lesh be sitting in with them Uh, he got covid i believe and they brought in billy strings i think kind of last minute to replace phil and it was an incredible show uh you can hear this on nugs.net uh, one of the best shows of the year is is String Cheese. 
with Billy Strings playing Grateful Dead songs. It's uh, it's definitely one of the highlights of this year. And I add that to you to a, a few highlights that involve Billy Strings this year. Uh, also sitting in with Trey, Bob Weir came and sat in with him and his and Billy Strings band. Uh, at another show earlier this year. So Billy Strings is everywhere, and he's sitting in with everybody and uh, and crushing it. The other Red Rock show that is really noteworthy this year is the South Park uh, anniversary show, and it featured Primus and Ween, and everything I've seen in terms of highlights from the this show uh, is amazing. Like, it just seems like it was such a fun and funny and incredible uh, musical sh- uh, experience uh, where you could see, you know, these bands either playing together or, like, c- coming together to play South Park songs and playing their own music and, and playing along with, with uh, the South Park guys. So this show, I mean, just one for the ages. Uh, that has to be mentioned. Also... Uh, yeah, we have a few really exciting things that are happening, kicking off this month. Goose and Trey, which everybody uh, is pretty excited about, but also kind of like scratching their heads because it is, you know, it's rare these days uh, to see Trey ever double build with anybody. Uh, it, that's that's a huge tip of the hat from Trey uh, if he's going to give it and, and, and to give it to Goose Obviously, that is a huge, you know, tip of the hat because he's he's you really don't see the double bill too often. Uh, you know, they'll they'll jump on festivals with other bands and old, you know, 20 years ago, you know, old Trey was was always jumping on stage with people and doing stuff like that. But you just you know, you don't see fish extending the hand like that um, to bring some band and pick a band out of all of the bands out there to to join them like this as an opener or as a double act. So most importantly and most noteworthy is the announcement of the last Dead and Company tour. That is going down in 2023, and it is kicking off here in Los Angeles, and it's finishing up in San Francisco, and it's it's going all the way to the East Coast and back, and I am definitely going to be looking to go to a few of these shows. Will, will we see... Phil pop into any of these shows? I don't know. You know, will it be another Grateful Dead show uh, or reunion shows following Ted and Company? Uh, that'd be incredible. Also incredible would be Billy and the Kids doing more shows. Uh, that's a really exciting side project that uh, Bill Kreitzman has going on. Uh, it's the Biscuit fan in me that's definitely excited about that, but also, also Billy Strings and Tom Tom Hamilton, I believe. But yeah, uh, just to address what's happening here in the studio, last we left off, we did get a visit from intro guy Steve uh, from Heaven, who informed me that he was not sleeping in the janitor's closet, but he was actually uh, in, he went through a portal to Gamehenge, where uh, I guess he told the lizards all about me, and he then... Uh, came back through the portal, and he also told us that, uh, unfortunately, Wilson has heard about this podcast and myself, and he heard that the lizards have spoken highly of me, and he feels threatened by that, and he is looking for the portal so that he can come here to the podcast. So that is absolutely horrifying. 
So we didn't really know how to handle this. We ended the season. And since the season ended, I can tell you that no one has come through the portal. Uh, The door is shut right now. The portal is active, but we have the door shut. And we have put Marco on watch. So that is his uh, new position is that he is watcher of the portal to Game Hedge. So uh, he is by the janitor closet door. You know, he's just kicking it, uh, hanging out day and night. And his sole job is to tell us when he hears something coming through the portal. And that way we know and, and are prepared for it. We don't know Again, who's going to be coming through it? If they do, we'll just have to see what happens. But as of right now, nothing from Gamehenge has made its way into our world. So, but speaking of Gamehenge, we have Trey Anastasio from Fish here in the studio uh, to drop in and talk with us a little bit about some of these really exciting sit-ins that he did with a few of these up-and-coming jam band stars. The stars stars of tomorrow. And we're very excited to have him here. He's he's here with Billy Strings and Rick Mita Rotunda, I believe is how you pronounce that. I'll have to ask him. So they're all they're all here in the studio and they're here to talk about all of their recent collaborations. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Trey, Billy, and Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> How's it going above the day? How are we doing above the day? Good to see you, Billy. Good to see you, Trey. Good to see you, Rick. Rick, we've never had you uh, here on the podcast. So uh, nice to officially meet you. I really like what your band is doing. Thank you, Dave, for saying that it's so So welcome, Rick. Uh, Rick, is it Rick Mitra 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 Rotunda? Mitra Rotunda? Is that how you pronounce it? Honestly, I don't know. Even myself, how to say it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it, it's it's. I think it's probably Mita Rotunda. That that's that sounds about right. Um, well, guys, thanks so much for coming by the the uh, the podcast. Trey, I'll start with you. Man, uh, another year of just so much production, so much stuff. I know you're always working. I got to see Trey Band. I got to see Tab for this is crazy, but the fir- for the first time ever after being a Fish fan since 1996, I finally saw tab uh at the palladium here in los angeles and it was fucking incredible dude <laughs> uh, thank you so much oh my god yeah that was a really was a really really fun show yeah no that was honestly uh i've heard a bunch of stuff from this tour that you just did and you know there was some really great moments but i you know to be honest i listened to that santa barbara show and uh i was like man i, I think that los angeles uh show was like st- incredible such a great set list front to back uh and the new songs you have are amazing there there were songs that i've never heard before these like newish trey songs that i'm like 
I am now obsessed with. Unbelievable stuff, man. How do you how do you know when you're writing a song if it's going to be a, a Trey song or if it's going to be a Fish song? Wow, that's um, Dave. Thank you so much. That's a that's a that's like a that's an incredible question. Uh, wow, that's true. Thank you so much for asking that. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome, Trey. I don't know. That's, I thought that was a pretty standard question. Like, uh, no, it's, that's. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I guess I, I do go into it thinking, you know, I'm going to write, you know, more songs for Tab or, or more songs for, you know, when I'm with Fish. I, I have different mindsets, you know, when I'm, when I'm writing those songs. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's, well, wow. That's a really, really, really great question. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, we're here, obviously, with, with, with Billy Strings. Billy, pleasure to see you as well, man. How you been? Well, I've been doing real good. I've been I'm I've been on the road. I actually was in Los Angeles the the day after Trey, <laughs> so uh, uh, I know, and it was uh, sold out, and uh, so I, I fuck man, I, I really it was right down the street from me. That's too bad. Yeah, that was right. That's I mean right at the Wiltern there, right? It was a wonderful venue. Yeah, it was. Yeah, right at the Wiltern. I mean, that's like honestly, man, that's like a mile from my house. I. I just I saw Trey the night before. I was I saw another concert the night before that. So I was like super tired and and it was sold out. So you know no big deal, right? No big deal. It was just uh just my birthday show. <laughs> you know it's just a, just a my birthday. So oh shit, man. Yeah, that's right. That was your birthday. Damn. <laughs> it was actually my birthday. Uh, you know right the, the night before uh, the Palladium show. Actually, yeah, 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 Trey. I know. I was, I was trying to be there, port you for your birthday. Oh, wow, that's <laughs> thank you. Wait, thank well, you so well, 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 my birthday. I didn't know where's the support for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm 30 years old. All right, that's a big one. The big three O. Okay, that's a big deal. It is a big deal, man. I mean, shit, you've done way more in 30 years than like, like, like most people, most anyone I could think of, actually. And speaking of which, man, you just received a award. Uh, Artist of the Year at the 2022 Americana Honors and Awards. Well, how does how does that feel? Oh man, that's what an honor. Uh, I wish I could have been there, but I was on the road, and because uh, there's you know there's so many people I could thank that uh, you know I didn't get a chance to thank there at the awards uh, the other week because I was because I was touring. Oh man, yeah, I heard you. You didn't make it because you're on the road. Yeah, I mean you know well you're here and you're on the pod. And you know, if you'd like, you could do some some thank yous. You, you're more than welcome to 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 do that here. Oh yeah, they, you know that would that'd be wonderful because again, I didn't get to to do my acceptance speech for for that. So um, you know, first I'd just like to thank my band. I would not be here. You, you would not know who I am without the the immense talents uh, of Willie Hoyt and, and and Tommy Lee Elmer. And, and Buddy Tyler Rufus, as, as well as the finger pickings of Donnie Delmont and, and Ricky Houston. And I would not be the man I am today and the performer I am today uh, without some of the uh, local musicians in my town growing up who influenced me. And, and that's, you know, of course, I'm, I'm talking about Charles, Charles Ray Jackson uh, and... Cody Lee Cleon and Luke Wyatt Elrod, as well as uh, Jerry Lee Floyd and Virgil Lester. Of course, you gotta I gotta put out there Ricky Billy Bob and Ray Nathan Harlan. Oh, I can't forget Jim Bob Burl, incredible fiddle player. I gotta say Rufus Barney for all he did growing up. And then of course uh, we gotta thank the greats, 
uh, and I'm sure Trey will agree. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get it up for, you know, the ones who came before us. And sure. uh, yeah. of course, I'm talking about Billy Jesse Garth. I'm talking about John Boy Bob. I'm talking about Barney Bart. All right, people don't want to talk about about him, but you gotta. Uh, he was canceled, but uh, you know, before that, he was he was a really good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the V ten, yeah, before that. Of course, you gotta talk about Cleavon Buckley, and we gotta talk about L. Rod Spencer, and we gotta talk about uh, Ike Buckley. Incredible <sighs> musician. Okay, all right. Anything else you want to say? Well, of course, I gotta think. I think I gotta thank the women in my life. A lot of musicians uh, that also influenced me. Uh, Betty Lou. Uh, Faylene, my God, you know, sh- what a voice from a voice of an angel, and uh, and really one of the great uh, mandolin players, and that's Shana Claudine, and uh, but also I gotta I gotta give it up for uh, Ruby Jane Jazanel, Sunny Emmeline, and Delilah Bobby Joe, Charlene Tasha, Layla Joselle, Cherry Madison, Debbie Joe Lerner, and uh, Mary Lou, Shana, Savannah Jane. All right, so uh, so great, man. So oh, I'm I'm I, I still gotta thank my family. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. Thank you for your thank you, family. Yeah, first of all, uh, you know I got I just want to shout out um, my cousins. Got to give it up for uh, for Daryl Cooter, Gomer, Vinton, Harlan, Roscoe, George, Buckley, Winchester. Oh man, you got a lot of cousins. Oh, that was just my first cousin. Oh. Oh, okay. And uh, next, secondly, I got to give it up for Amos Blue, Jim Bob Floyd, William Bubba Buddy, Scooter, Lenny Duke Jefferson. Oh, he's, he sounds like a nice guy. That's a stand-up guy right there. My, also, my aunt who took care of me when my parents uh, were deep, deep into methamphetamines. And, uh, of course, that's, uh, that's Peach, Shelby, Mary Lou, Patty Sue, Dale, Brianna, Cambria, Joe Lerner, Peggy Sue, Maddie. And speaking of my parents, all the love to my to my dad and my mom. Really, I know they've been through some hard times, but I'm really, I'm proud of them, and uh, I'm really excited about the future uh, for all of us. And so, uh, big shout out to my dad, Bobby Joe, Rufus, Bob, Bubba Blue, Trigger, Chester, Dwayne, Cletus, Lenny, Billy, Ray, Hoyt, Rocky, Bobby, Joe, Floyd, Vinton, Ike, Billy, Jimmy, James, Abner, Wilf, Wilfred, Merle, Wade, Ray, Skeeter, Scooter, Charles, Ray, Delmont, Strings. And, and, and also to my mother, Peggy Sue, Tasha, Mercedes, Portia, Bailey, Candy, Mary Jo, Shelby, Vanity, Sierra, Bambi, Patty, Sue, Erin, Shayna, Jasmine, Lindy, Misty, Sienna, Sue Ellen, Candy, Randa, Lynn, September, Laura Bell, Bobby Joe, Roxy, Brianna, Sheena, Claudette, Bailey, Betty Lou, uh, Strings. Well, all right. So, and uh, I just got to thank my management team. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Hit me, hit me with the management team. Yeah, of course, I got to give it up for uh, uh, Abner, Cy, Cletus, Willie, Donnie, Chester, Bobby Joe, Duke, Sherman, and Don. All right, and the next guy? Oh, no, that was the whole team. Okay, all right. Any Anybody else? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Gretchen and Debbie and Nylette, uh, who are my bud tenders. Your your bud tenders? Yeah, my bud tenders at my at a dispensary that I like to get my weed at. All right, and do you wanna? I'm scared to ask, but do you wanna thank anybody else? Uh, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Yeah, naturally. Uh, Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? And lastly, I'd like to thank Trey over here for penning one of my favorite fish songs that really inspired me when I was growing up. And that is Uncle Pan.
What a song. Uh, uh, no, Billy. Yeah. No, uh, Uncle Ben's actually a cover. Oh, dang. Really? It's a cover? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Ricky Skaggs song. Ricky Skaggs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I love, a, love Ricky, it's Ricky Skaggs. Skaggs yeah. song. It's, a, it's a really good song, but yeah. That's, can't, can't, take, can't take credit for that one. <laughs> I'd love to, though. Well, uh, good, good, good. So, Trey, you sat in for a bunch of a Billy String set in New York City earlier this year, and people were going pretty crazy about that. <laughs> oh, man. What a band. Yeah. And this guy. I mean, he's really, I mean, he's really, really fantastic performer, really great musician. Truly, truly an honor, honestly. <laughs> really one of the highlights of my career no, thus far was was honestly that night. I mean, getting to play some fish songs uh, with, with the man himself uh, was, you know, really the highest honor, honestly. And you also, Trey, then, I mean, days apart from the Billy Strings sit-in, next thing we know... You're sitting in with Goose. Rick, what, what was it like to have uh, Trey Anastasio on, your, on the stage with you guys? Oh, my God. I almost shit my pants, but I did not, fortunately. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. What was it like playing with Goose? I mean, obviously you guys are about to go on, on the road together, so uh, I'm assuming you're 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 a fan of what Goose is up to, huh? Yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's a really 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 great question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, wow, uh, that's a really great question. Uh, <laughs> it's a really funny story. I, uh, you know, I really I didn't know much about Goose. I didn't. Yeah, and uh, but we are going on the road. Uh, together with Tab, and uh, in, in, a, in a few weeks, and uh, uh, didn't really know their music. I mean, I, we sat in together, and uh, and the shows were really, you know, and the show was real good. I mean, I, they great band. I mean, great. I mean, they they uh, you know they sound a lot like Fish, and uh, so I like it. <laughs> I, you know, I love it, uh, and uh, and also you know they got their own. Yeah, Rick's got his own thing, and, and I like that. Uh, the Goose uh, management, uh, they came to us, and they said, uh, you guys want to do, you know, a double bill arena door? And uh, and they said, we'll do an 80-20 split. You guys, uh, we'll take 20, you guys take 80. And, you know, we really can't, uh, <laughs> really couldn't refuse that offer. Uh, so, you know, it was really too good to be true. And uh, and then, they, you know, they also said I could come sit in with them as much as I want. So, you know, a lot of playing time for me. You know, we'll be playing bigger arenas uh, and a lot more money. So, uh, really, really like these goose guys. <laughs> really. Yeah, these guys are really good. Oh, wow, Rick. Yeah, so exciting stuff, man. You guys, I mean, hey, to have Trey, uh, Trey Band, double build, you know, I just, you just don't see that that often. I mean, that's a huge move by you guys. That's a huge power play. Uh, you guys got to be pretty freaking pumped about these shows coming up, huh? Yes, I'm pumped, and I can't wait till I jam with Trey again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this guy. He got the, like the voice of an angel over here. <laughs> and Rick, I, I got to see you guys at the Greek, and uh, you know I'm going to get more into that later this season. I just want to say it was my first Goose show as well, and man, 
really, really great show. I feel like I saw a really great Goose show because I've had other friends that have checked you out and they kind of were giving me mixed reports. I'll be honest, a few of my close friends and trusted ears uh, came back to me with mixed reviews. I went and uh, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty fucking awesome. And I'm like, man, did I just see like a really good goose show or like, but yeah, I'm on board, man. I'm on board with what you guys are doing. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Yes, the show at the Greek was great, way better than Red Rocks. Yeah, I'm hearing mixed reviews on the Red Rocks show. Oh, you know how it is. You know, first time doing Red Rocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that place. Oh, man. Yeah, Tab's done it a whole bunch of times. And Fish, yeah, we, it's, uh, you know, that audience, they're, like, right there, you know, well lit, right in front of you, just, just like a tower of people. <laughs> yeah, it's really wild. TBH, I actually soiled myself somewhere in Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did also one time. Yeah. (laughs) It's a funny story. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Uh, But, uh, I mean, still, you guys are kicking ass, and everybody's talking about you, and you guys are about to go on the road with Trey, and that's fucking awesome. And Billy, you're getting awards and honors everywhere, uh, and write-ups and TV interviews and uh you got everybody's attention really great stuff billy really great stuff rick trey i love that you're out here playing with these bands playing with these playing with these new guys uh man i gotta ask we're here yeah i gotta ask the tough question trey you know i'm here with rick i'm here with billy who does trey like playing with the most that's a really great question. Uh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. Uh, oh, wow. Is it? Is it it's a really great question. Thank you so much about the name uh, for asking that question. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, Trey. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll say this much. If uh, Who I like to play with the most uh, these days? My dog, Sadie. <laughs> Come here, Sadie. Come here, girl. Oh. Come here, girl. <laughs> here she is. Oh, she's a good girl. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have Trey's new dog, Sadie, in the building. Sadie, how we doing? Oh, that's a good girl. Oh, man, she's cute. Yeah, yeah I got her with me right now. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's driving so crazy right now, so she said I gotta take the dog with me. So <laughs> he's he's ripping apart the tour bus right now. Oh man, that's that's how they are though. Till you train them. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Oh, oh, Sadie, Sadie, don't don't bite Rick. What the fuck? This dog ate my phone. How will I call? Oh, yeah, we can we can make that happen for you, Rick. I can give you a ride, too. That's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, actually, I could, I could use a ride, too. Yeah. All right, well, then we should probably head out of here. All right, guys, well, uh, thank you so much for, for coming by, everybody, uh, and, and best of luck to you, Trey and Rick, on your upcoming tour, Billy. And you got a huge tour that you just released, and good luck with that. And, uh, uh, guys, come back whenever you can. 
here on the Lot Scene Podcast. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon about the day. See you later, Trey. Peace, everybody. Billy Strings, everyone. Thank you. Welcome, Rick. Really pleasure to meet you, man. You're a great dude, man. Keep it up. <laughs> Moving on. Next, we're going to be speaking with a guy who is sober, and he's still going to Disco Biscuit shows, and we want to hear what that's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, Seth, the Sober Guy. Seth, so you don't drink and you don't do drugs, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And you love the Disco Biscuits and fish and just jam bands in general? Yeah, I love, love, love the Biscuits and love fish and yonder and twiddle. You been, can I assume that when you started seeing these bands, you were younger and you were doing drugs? Is that a fair assessment? I don't want to assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And now you got, and now you're, yeah, now you're sober. Been sober how long? Five years now. Hey, man, congrats. And, I mean, I've always wondered, because I'm not, I'm not like some drug addict, (laughs) you know, but uh, I do dabble and I, I smoke weed every day. And, you know, I do, you know, at very least will admit that when I go to pretty much any concert at all of any genre of music that I'm probably going to be getting high and uh, and maybe even having a couple of drinks. Probably bare minimum, you know, if I'm being honest. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I got, I mean, but you're, but you're into it, right? I mean, you know, have you, when's the last show that you saw? At the uh, Stony Creek Brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stony Creek. Okay. And man, that looked like a really freaking good show, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, nothing, nothing amazing, but but solid, for sure. Oh yeah, but I mean, what, and what do you think? I mean, what do you think of these new songs, man? This the space opera or whatever, right? I mean, these songs they're writing today, huh? Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Not like mind blowing, but solid, solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you uh, you still have fun at shows though, right? I mean, it's still fun, probably even when you're sober, right? It's great music, so. Oh yeah, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is it? it I just gotta, I mean, I've never, I've been like, I've probably been sober to a few shows. I, but like, is it weird to be sober and seeing a drug band, quote unquote? I mean, they're only a drug bands for some people. Yeah, well, most people, probably, I think. You know, I mean, Trey is sober. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. And honestly, I'd say most jam band musicians are sober playing these shows when they're playing. You know, they're, they're, they're sober, more or less. Yeah? You think so? Oh yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too old for this shit. Cause like I'm fucked up. I'm in my forties, surrounded by other people. You know, it's like at a fish show, I guess. You know, we're at a biscuit show. It's like we're all fucking thirties, forties at this point, <laughs> late fifties, sixties, and all just fucked up. And we're looking at these guys as like our musical shamans for the night to take us on a, a magical voyage. And yeah, you're right. These guys probably are sober a lot of the time when they're playing, more or less. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting too old for this shit. Probably, man. Should probably slow down. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I have. 
I still feel like I got a couple good years left in me. That's what I said. The next thing I know, I'm sucking an MSG hot dog vendor off in a handicap stall just to score some mustard. Seth, uh, isn't the mustard free in that condiment section by the napkins at MSG? Exactly, dude. Oh, wow, you were fucked up. <laughs> Whoa, that's your laugh. <laughs> I mean, you know, no offense, but I, you know, I don't think I'll ever go quite that low, Seth. Uh, I'm pretty sure. No, again, no offense, but I got this. That's what I thought. And the next thing I know, I'm sucking at Madison Square Garden security lady's big old clit in the 300 section, page side. Sick. Well, the show had been over for 25 minutes at that point. Oh, never mind. And then I begged her to shit in my mouth, which she did. Oh, damn, dude. And she got it on camera. Oh, fuck. And she put it on the Jumbotron for everyone to see. Oh, no. And you know, above the day of that night, I started by saying, I got this. Well, yeah, dude, again, no offense here. Like, I've battled some demons a bit, okay? And I've gotten crazy in my past. And yes, I still like to dabble in some stuff. But, you know, I got a handle on things, man. I really do. That's what I thought. The next thing I know, I'm blowing an MSG bathroom attendant for some chicken tendies. Those tendies are fire, though, dude. Oh, for sure. Highlight of every show for me these days. I eat two boxes of tendies every show. Oh, wow. Do you mind if I hit my vape? Oh, sure. You want to hit? Uh, no, no. Actually, I used to vape all the time, but I quit a few years ago. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it was just something I wanted to do forever and just couldn't get the strength to do it until I did. I met the right person and, and that motivated me to quit, so I haven't touched the stuff since. That's cool, man. I'm so addicted to this thing. But hey, it's not fentanyl. <laughs> exactly. It'll still probably end up killing you in the long run, but hey, it's not heroin, right? Not heroin. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So I'm down on my knees, MSG bathroom attendants dick in my mouth, and I think to myself, wait, what am I doing? I'm married with three beautiful children. Oh, Jesus, Seth. Then I hear, Daddy? And I look down, and I've been FaceTiming my entire family the whole thing. Oh shit, the whole blowjob? In the bathroom? Oh, fuck. What did you do? Well, I ended the call. Well, well... Wait, well, no, first, I finished off the attendant because couldn't leave him hanging like that. Good man, good man. Then ended the call and came home to my wife, who was throwing clothes out the window. And I said, babe, I got things handled. Sound familiar? Yeah, I, I, again, I don't think it's going to get quite that bad for me. And I swore in that moment I'd never do that again. So now uh, you're sober. Well, yes, but I didn't get sober. Really? Damn, dude. Well, it was night five of the Baker's Dozen, and I had tickets to them all, so, like, chill for a sec. Totally, totally, yeah. I mean, you gotta finish the run. Yeah, yeah. Are you two still together? Nah. But, you know, we got a good thing going with the kids. Oh, yeah? What's that? She has full custody. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah, man, that's wild, but yeah, I just, you know, I've never sucked anyone's dick while on drugs yet. What? Yet. You haven't sucked anyone's dick on drugs yet. No, I'm engaged, so I don't think I'll get that fucked up, but these days I like to take smaller doses now. Now a little bit of this and a little bit of that and just try to do less. Yeah, that's what I tried. 
a little of this and a little of that, but then some more of this and a bit more of that, and next thing I know... Let me guess, you were sucking the dick of a Madison Square Garden bartender? How did you know? Well, Seth, it's been pleasure speaking with you today. Everybody give it up for Seth, the sober guy at the show. Thanks for having me on show. <laughs> All right, everybody, our final guest today is a great bass player in a really great band. And I had the opportunity to see him recently, and we've been meaning to have him come here on the podcast. So excited. Everybody, give it up for Trevor Weeks. Trevor, man. Wow. You are a vision, my friend. Dang, dude. Look at that. Fucking hey, dude, you fucking, you right about that. You gotta be the, one of the more interesting characters that have come out of the jam scene here in the last few years, man. Just looking southern as hell, man. With that mullet and, uh, and that vibe you got going on. Coming from the, coming from the mean streets of Connecticut. Yeah, you're right actually down the street from where I grew up. That's where, that's where you grew up. You're Wilton, right? That's right. Yeah, we, no one, no one in Wilton, Connecticut, or, or anywhere in Connecticut has, has like a mullet like that. So, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm probably the only one. Fucking A. <laughs> do what the fuck I want. People are like, Trevor, don't get a fucking mullet. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I do what I want. If I want a fucking mullet, I'm going to get a mullet. So, fucking A. Yeah, I mean, I get it, man. So, you're a Connecticut guy. Grew up uh, with a bunch of these goose guys right around the, the corner where I was growing up. A lot of great musicians, a lot of great jam bands come out of Connecticut, and there's a bunch of new ones that are coming out of Connecticut right now, uh, none bigger than you guys. Uh, man, uh, let's take it all the way back to the, the early Connecticut days. How'd you get into playing the bass, man? Well, you know, uh, fucking, it started, started when I was seven. You play, started playing bass at seven? No, no, I, I just, um, I started fingering chicks. You started what? I started fingering. Finger blasting, fingering, fingering chicks at seven, you know, getting my fingers working. Okay, yeah, at seven, damn, okay. Yeah, and uh, fucking word got out that I was the, the best finger in school. Oh, shit, oh, okay. And, and then one day in high school, I got busted fingering this, this chick uh, in her room by her fucking mom. And next thing I know, I'm fingering her mom. And then I'm fingering all the moms in town. I'm like, dang, that's fucking crazy, dude. You were fingering all the moms in Wilton? Fucking A, dude. I was just fingering everybody, dude. I was fucking fingering everybody. Dang. And then one day, a husband caught me fingering his wife. And he said, dang, boy, fingers like that, you finna be a bass player, dang. He said he'd teach me bass if I promised to never touch his wife again. So I was like, dang, of course. We started teaching me bass and, uh, and I got to put these fingers to work and it just was natural. Wow, that's crazy, man. So it went from fingering uh, chicks to, to, to fingering uh, older women. Uh, so I'm assuming some type of statutory rape situation was happening there. <laughs> yeah. And then you got busted by a husband fingering and, uh, and then he gave you the bass and, uh, and he taught you bass and, and you just kind of took it from there, huh? Don't slap the bass like me, and trust me, they tried. 
and then you guys you formed Goose, and then you guys are kind of the 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 success story. There's a few musical acts uh, who who really blossomed in in the COVID era, and for the jam world, you guys are that uh, that musical act. So tell me a little bit about how you guys got big during the lockdown. Well, dang it, we had a lot of momentum going into the pandemic. So when it hit, we were like, dang. But, you know, but then we hired this great video team and they did some really slick videos of our live shows in lockdown. Yeah, I remember I kept seeing your YouTube videos popping up when during the lockdown. And, and I was just like constantly getting these goose videos, goose this, goose that, just like constantly hitting me in the YouTube, just like shoving it down my throat. Yeah, we were like freaking spamming y'all with those fire goose jams. Dang. I mean, it was effective though. I mean, a lot of for a lot of people, you know, you were just pummeling us with these with these live goose videos, and they were all cool looking, and we watched a fun, you know, and you got a bunch of fans from that. You know, I I even watched uh, some of the some of those videos too. Dang. So you mean you didn't watch the entire show? No, but I was like, these guys are pretty good, and uh, hey man, I'm I'm in full support uh, of some hometown Connecticut heroes. I really am. Dang, damn. Thanks, brother. Yeah, we're here and we're queer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, we're young. We're hung. And we're full of cum. Okay. Then. Yeah. We're here to drink beer and kick ass. It looks like we're almost out of beer. Uh, sure. Sure. Trevor, do you want, did you, did you want a beer? Nah, I got one right here. Actually two. Oh yeah. That hat that you're wearing has beer cans on it with straws. I did, how did I miss that? Not sure. It's freaking sweet as hell. Dang. Yeah. Wow. That's like a, it's like a, damn. Yeah. That's a sick beer helmet. Yeah. Fucking hey, dude. So Trevor, what's a typical day for you now that Goose is a big band? Oh man. Well, fucking dang. First thing I do after I wake up is I do a 10 minute Zen meditation in my window with the light coming in every morning, every morning, every morning. Okay, that sounds good. I set my intentions for the day and I reflect on all I'm grateful for and shit or whatever, you know? Okay. And then I hop in the shower and I crack a few beers in there. Oh, wow. And then about 45 minutes later, well, you know, four to five beers, I'll pop out of the shower. And then it's another 45 minutes of brushing my mullet and facial hair and ball mullet. I'm sorry, what was that last part? Well, yeah, after I brush and apply my proper balms and lotions to my head mullet, I then do the same to my ball mullet. Your ball mullet? Yeah, you know, my, my scrotum mullet. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, my, my mullet testicle. Never heard of this. Dang, what? Yeah, it's a freaking mullet for your dong and sack. Short up front and long and flowy in the back. I'm pi Yeah, I'm picturing it now. Thank you, Trevor. Anyway, yeah, I, I'll blow dry my mini mullets. And then uh, a pound of smoothie. That sounds healthy. Made of hot dogs. Okay. Cheese Whiz. Shake and bake seasoning. And Jemima. Spam. Corn. And a sprinkle of methamphetamines. Shit, dude. That's crazy. Fucking A. Then it's time to slap my girl around. Excuse me? Dang, my base. My girl. Dang, 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 dang. What you think I meant? Well, oh, dang. Like my actual girl? No, I mean, nah, nah. I could never do that. Oh, well, that's good. Cause I don't have no girl right now, so. Dang, 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 dang,
I mean, that okay, that's more of a technicality, but I hope you get a girl sometime. Oh, no, I got lots of chicks I'm banging right now. <laughs> Don't worry about that, dang. <laughs> well, we can get to that in a minute, Trevor. But, yeah, take me back to uh, you showered, you, you've, you've, and uh, you've brushed your various mullets, and now you've picked up your base, is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, first I take out my base, and I play scales. Oh, you brought your, your base in here with you, I see. Fucking A, dude. Always bring it everywhere. Yeah, let's let's see your bass, man. That's cool. We don't get a lot of musicians who like bring their instrument in here, so that's that's cool for us. Oh shit, are those truck nuts hanging from your bass? Fucking A, dude. <laughs> dang, 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 dude. Dang, dang. Damn straight they are, dude. Bass nuts, bro. That is for sure a first. I give these right here a little pinch before I play for good luck. Sure. Okay. Then after I play bass for an hour or so. I go for a run. Oh, that sounds nice. Get some fresh air. For beer. Oh, okay. And then I'll drive my truck up to a high mountain overlooking my town of Wilton, Connecticut. Does Connecticut even have mountains like that? There's this one uh, cul-de-sac. Yeah, that's kind of like does overlook part of the town. Anyways, dang, you know, so I'll go up there and just sit on the bed of my truck and just pound Miller High Lifes and think about like dope shit or whatever. Sure, okay, all right. Cool, cool. Sitting, sitting in your in your truck, drinking beer, overlooking a cliff. That's cool. And then I go out to eat some dinner with like a bandmate, or some loosey goosey, or wait, what is that? Oh, that's what we call our groupies. Loosey gooseys? Fucking a, dude. Love those loosey gooseys. <laughs> dang, 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 dang. That's cr- okay. So you go and you get some food. Yeah, go out. Eat some Connecticut fire-ass pizza, or uh, hit up Three Brothers Diner. Oh, I know that spot. It's uh, in New Milford, right? Dang. You know Three Brothers? Fucking A, dude. You get your meth from there, too? Oh, no. I just went there in high school a bunch, like late nights, just just for some mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks? Dang. I'm getting hungry, dog. Okay, so uh, you eat food, and uh, and then what? Well, then I usually go to rehearsal, or like we do band meetings for a few hours. Okay, and uh, and then it's time time to continue drinking. So that's when I hit up a bar and drink for maybe fifteen beers. Shit, dude, fucking I did. Then I sleep in the bed of my truck, sometimes solo in the parking lot, sometimes with Lucy Goosey. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, brother. When I sober up, I drive back to my house. Up, oh, time for bed, I guess, huh? Oh, hell no, brother. <laughs> Ever hear of a second wind? Dang, someone rolled the grass up, my dude. <laughs> Who's got a bump for Trev Trev? Dang. Oh, shit. So you're like you're like the party animal of Goose, huh? Fucking A, dude. I got that vibe, dude. You know what I mean? I love playing the bass for Goose, man. I really do, brother, but man... I am also just as passionate about my beer pong. I'm a semi-professional and really almost professional at beer pong. Oh, wow, I didn't even know you, you could go beer pong pro. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm badass out there. Nice. We should play sometime. Let's fucking do it, dude. All right, Trevor, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. What, 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 what are we playing or not? 
<laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Dang, 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 dang. We playing or what right now? Oh, you meant like let's do this like right, right now. You want to play? You want to play beer pong right now? Fucking a, dude. Don't fucking tease me like that, dude. Dude, quit tickling my truck nuts, dude. Fucking dang, dude. Dang. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, let me just wrap this episode up and uh, we'll we'll play some beer pong, I guess, Trevor. Fucking do your thing, brother. Dang. All right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Trevor Weeks of Goose. And that has been another episode of the Lot Scene Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to get into new songs. It's a weird phenomenon I've experienced time and time again with multiple different bands. Why are new songs always kind of hated on and then over time we love them? I don't know why, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we're going to be speaking about some of these new, exciting Disco Biscuit songs, which really didn't get much hate, with the Lot Scene podcast favorite, Mr. Spun Rob himself will be popping in to talk with us. After that, we're going to be hearing a cover of a Disco Biscuit song by a punk band named Cobalt Blue, because the prison pajamas all got canceled. Uh, We'll get into it next week, and I'll explain how that happened. Uh, But we do have a new house band here, and their name is Cobalt Blue, and they're a British disco punk band, and we're very excited to hear their rendition of a Biscuit song. After that, we're going to get a visit from Ghosts of the Forest. And then finally, we are going to have the incredible musician and overall awesome dude, He is the mandolin and guitar player and singer for the String Cheese Incident. We are so excited to have to the studio next week, Michael Kang. So can't wait for that. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you all next week on another episode of The Lot of Sons.